Welcome to Goop Tales. My name is Maria Kalanchini, and I am the founder and creator of Goop Tales. And today I am very excited. It is a special day because it marks the beginning of a brand new series for Goop Tales called Behind the Scenes. I get my inspiration for Goop Tales and all the amazing places that Goops go. I get that inspiration from the world around us and real places in the world and just beautiful photos that inspire me. But I take creative liberties compared to real life. Obviously, there's a lot of fantasy elements in the stories, but they're usually based in a real place in this world of ours. For example, while writing the story for episode 80, which is Sarcasta in the Belly of a Whale, I did some research to find out about the belly of a whale, about the seas around Thailand and sea foam, and just marine biology in general. If you are curious to find out what I learned, that is wonderful, because I'm about to share it with you in this really short, new podcast series for Behind the Scenes. But if you haven't listened to episode 80 yet, which is Sarcasta in the Belly of a Whale, then you're probably going to want to go listen to it now. Otherwise, you might have some spoilers in this little behind the scenes. If you've already listened to it, let me just remind you what happened and the kind of trouble Sarcasta got into. So in episode 80, Sarcasta, a very sarcastic little goop girl, ends up being so sarcastic she ends up in the belly of a whale where she meets a tiny little sweet fish and they both want out of this belly. They don't want to be, you know, have their fate sealed in the belly of Crunch. Crunch is the whale's name. Sarcastic comes up with this great plan after they find out that there is a litter ball in the whale's stomach. Then I'm going to tell you what a litter ball is and how I researched that. And so they get out, they use the Sarcasta's wonderful plan, and they end up getting shot out of Crunch's mouth and back to their homes. That's what happens. So if you didn't listen to that yet, you might want to go listen to it. What I want to tell you about is a little bit about how I got inspired for this particular podcast. I saw an Instagram post. It was from Instagram account that I follow about the seat. And it was so amazing to me because I couldn't stop watching it. It was this giant whale in the Gulf of Thailand, which just borders the China Sea. The whale had his whole body underwater and he was treading water. And then he had his giant, giant mouth, which was like a cave, like opened underneath the water. And so just the very edges of his jaws came right up to the water and so then most of his open mouth was above water. I read the description and basically what the whale was doing is he was feeding himself because there's so much pollution in that part of the ocean, and this is in the Gulf of Thailand, that it has caused all the oxygen under the water to just go away. The fish that the whale eats cannot live under the water. They have to live at the surface of the water to get the oxygen. The whale, in order to find his food, has to go to the surface And he's got to keep himself up there, right? Because the whale needs not just one fish. He needs like hundreds or thousands of fish. So he treads water with his mouth open. 
his mouth being open just beneath the edge of the surface of the water creates this force, this pull, and he pulls in hundreds and hundreds of fish. And that's how he has to eat because he cannot eat under the water anymore like a whale should be able to eat in that area. There's so much pollution. One of the things I wanted to just tell you about was what I learned about the pollution. One is that it is estimated that there's over a million birds and 100,000 marine mammals and sea turtles that die every year because they either become trapped in plastic or they eat it thinking that it's going to be something good for them. And obviously, it's not something good for them. You know, when they swallow plastic, it can suffocate them. And it can also give the animals like this fake sense of being full. And so they feel like they're full, but they're really not, right? Because it's plastic in their stomach. And then that can lead to starvation, which is so very, very sad because this is our world that we all live in. We need to respect this world. The sea is where marine life lives and we need to respect their world and not throw our trash in it. Now we've gotten to the point where we've thrown as human beings, I know you, dear listener, would never throw plastic or trash in the ocean. But as human beings overall, we've thrown so much garbage in the ocean that it's killing our wildlife out there. In the story, Crunch has a litter ball. While I was researching, I found that a litter ball is a very real thing. They have found young whales. There's been several that have found. There was litter balls inside of them weighing several hundred pounds. They were just stuck in the whale's stomach and the whale couldn't eat it and eventually died because it had this huge litter ball in it. We have to stop that. And I wanted to read you just one little thing that I read in National Geographic. This little snippet says, the curvier beaked whale, a young male, about 15 feet long and weighing 1,100 pounds, likely died of starvation and dehydration brought on by the plastic stuffing its belly. Whales absorb water from the food they eat, and there was no sign that any food had made it into its intestines for many days. That whale wasn't getting the food it needed because the plastic was blocking everything. Its body was destroying itself from the inside. Its stomach acid was unable to break down the plastic waste, and instead, the stomach acid wore holes through the whale's stomach lining. That's just a little snippet of what I learned, and it did make me very sad. But on the other hand, there's a couple things that made me very happy and a couple things we could do about this. The first happy thing is I want to thank Mika because Mika wrote me in the name for Sarcasta. Mika had the idea for a goop named Sarcasta. It was off that Sarcasta that I decided to go on this whole whale journey. So thank you, Mika, for that great idea. Secondly, I got a really great response on Instagram from Padmali, and she says, we, my seven and four-year-old, diligently listen and wait for new Goop episodes. Maria, my seven-year-old was so moved by this episode that he said when he grows up, He's going to invent a machine to clean up the ocean. Oh my gosh. Padmali, thank you for writing that in. I am so proud of you. I love all of these young listeners that are so 
passionate about this world we live in and wanting to make it a better place. So I am going to give you a little hint or two about what you can actually do to help stop all the litter in the ocean. One is you can just help your family to recycle waste properly, plastic waste. So you probably have some kind of recycling where you live. Just make sure you do it and you you recycle the plastic instead of just throwing it in the garbage. Two, never throw rubbish on the beach, of course. I know you never would. And never throw it from a boat. Three, do you know that there are organized beach cleans all over the world? If you live near a beach, you could look up an organized beach clean, which could be super fun, and get together with a bunch of other people and do a beach clean one day at the beach. If you can't make it to an organized beach clean and you're on a beach, just pick up the trash that you see. And that would be super helpful. Think of poor crunch if you see a plastic bottle on the beach and how that could go floating out to sea and land up inside of him. We do not want that. And one more thing that I had never thought about that I was reading about is balloons. I know everyone loves balloons for parties and such, and there's nothing wrong with balloons, but when you release them in the sky, because there's a lot of people that will release them in the sky for a celebration, they often come back down to earth and land in water because over 70% of the earth is covered in water. Think of all those balloons that go up every day and probably come back and land in water. Well, those could land in Crunch's stomach too. Those are a couple things that you could do to help keep the oceans clean. Okay, I would love to hear what you thought of this very first episode behind the scenes. Was it fun for you? Was it interesting? Do you want me to keep making these kind of episodes? I want you to remember that every episode behind the scenes is going to be very, very different. This one happens to be about recycling because of where we, of where Sarcasta went. But a lot of times it's just really weird, random research or things that happen to me that inspire my stories. And that's what I'm going to talk about in each behind the scenes. And I also want to be able to answer your questions. If you have any questions about the episode that you heard. So the episodes come out on Sunday. When you hear a new episode, if you want to know any interesting tidbits or facts, or you have a a particular question about behind the scenes, you can then leave a voicemail or send me an email, probably do it that day or the next day. So I have enough time to make sure I get everything together. And then I will put it in the behind the scenes episode. And you can always just leave a little voice at SpeakPipe. If you go to gooptails.com, there's a little thing right on the side of it where you can leave me a voicemail message. Or you can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram, just like Padmali did. And I loved hearing about cleaning up the ocean machine. One more thing. I saw a comment on a very nice review on iTunes. It made me laugh because it says, why is Miss Wigglebutt named Miss Wigglebutt? And that's a really good question, which I've never answered before. So let me answer it now, behind the scenes. I used to laugh at all these silly kinds of names when I was little. I just thought, okay, I'm going to give the teacher that's kind of annoying. She's a good teacher, but you know, you kind of have to make fun of her. I'm going to give her a silly name. And it was inspired by an old Spanish teacher that I had 
And my Spanish teacher used to do very dramatic moves around the room while she was talking to us. Just sort of wiggle here and there. Some of the kids in the class called her the master of the tango because she just loved to strut about. And she did wiggle her butt a little. That's where I took my inspiration for Miss Wigglebutt. Although my Spanish teacher was very good, we did find her a little bit annoying. She gave us so much homework. But that is where I got the inspiration for Miss Wigglebutt and where, why she has her name. And it was such a great question. So if you have any other weird questions like that that I can maybe answer for you, make sure and reach out. Hopefully I'll get to do them in the next Behind the Scenes. So the next episode is coming out soon. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear that story. It is the best way to ensure that you won't miss it. Until the next Goop Tale, I wish every day is a Goop Day for you, and I will see you in the next story. Story.